Los Angeles, April 2018, How to Be a Dad Without a Dad is a book about Jose's experience as a dad, obviously without a dad. Jose, my good friend here, um, he has some questions on how to raise his own son and discovered by not having a dad, he didn't have a point of reference to go by and decided to write down his personal experiences to help other fathers with the same issue. The book includes Jose's childhood experiences, his struggles with alcohol, and how he became the father he never had. Jose, man, you. this is your first book. Yeah. Tell us about it, man. I mean, I kind of brought it in, but I want to know, you know, what really came, like, what made you wake up and say, I'm going to write this? Um, My son. So I love my son to death. And um, I became a father, and I didn't have a point of reference. You know, I didn't have a dad growing up. He was alive. He just wasn't part of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started to struggle in, in little things that I didn't know what to do. So one day I was running, and I said, I should, you know, I wonder if there's a book called how to be a dad without a dad, and it wasn't. And I started writing my personal experience from, like, childhood without dad. When I was here as an immigrant, my struggles through alcohol, how I overcame that. And luckily, the you know, the struggles that I'm going through right now, that you are going through, mm-hmm. uh, Keith, because um, I don't know if you guys have kids, but I know Keith has one. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that if you don't have a base or a backbone, you struggle because you don't know if you're doing good or bad. Yeah. So, for example, like, um, I... The first thing that I struggled with was like, should my son fear me? Not in the way that I'm going to beat him up or anything, <clears> but <throat> in a way that, you know, that tone that your dad has and you're like, oh, shit, I did something wrong. So I right. wanted to know if you, if he should have that. And mostly the answer is yes. You don't want, you know, if your son is running to an uh, electrical socket with a spoon and you yell, hey, he better stop, right? Because it's for his own good. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a chapter about that. And from there on. I started running chapters, and it became 100 pages. Wow. So it wasn't essentially it wasn't going to be a book. It was just going to be kind of like a journal? I wanted it to be a book. Okay. But, uh, but first of all, I wanted to see if I had something to write. I used to write before plays, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I wanted to see if I still had the, you know, the ability of writing. And I did. It became one chapter and then another chapter, and then I started to, like, put everything together, and it became a book. And... Um, even though my language is my first language is not English, I was able to get some friends to help me out, and you know I'm doing everything for my son and my nephew and my niece, basically. So you know everything is dedicated for them to benefit and myself to benefit, and hopefully, you know, like like I was telling you, we work in radio, yeah. we are poor, and yeah. hopefully have some a little more income, basically. Yeah. You know, and also entertain parents because I talk about you know like funny things that my son does mm. or funny things that happen to me. Right. I also talk about bad things that happen to me, uh, how I struggle with alcohol and yeah. how it used to be a good thing and then became a bad thing. So, I'm, let, so. Me, uh, so let, let me ask you about that because I don't feel like we, I don't think we've ever had anybody talk about no. or really about alcoholism. I think I've heard a lot of people through my stories have been addicted to a lot of other things. You know, I've, people dealt with anorexia, depression, um, but never alcoholism. I mean, well, uh, first of all, I'm not here to tell people to stop drinking. Mm-hmm. First of all, because you I, always say that, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not one of those preachers, right? I'm not. I'm actually totally different. I'm. Everybody is different. Everybody's mm-hmm. genes are different. 
a beer does something different so what it's going to do to you or to you or to you yeah to you. there's nothing you can say to so get I Jack can... and stop drinking tequila like, yeah no but but like for example I'm not here to tell you stop drinking because like right. you're totally different from yeah. who I am and I actually my parents were both alcoholics so uh, I do believe it's in, in your genes and everything that I drank or anything, you know, is going to affect me in a different way that is going to affect you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I also was in a in a bad state of mind too, and that all affects. So first of all, I'm not here to tell people stop drinking because it's a bad thing. You mm-hmm. know, I'm just here to tell you why I stopped drinking. It started as a good thing, and it became bad. It started as a fun thing, and it became into a depression. Mm-hmm. It started to help me with work and friends and making more business and you know more clients. And it turned into like losing friends, losing jobs, and everything. Mm-hmm. So when I, f- you know, I woke up one day and I was renting a little room. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a good job. I was not going anywhere. Wasn't a resident, none of that. Yeah. And I just believed in myself, and I started loving myself. And one day I said I, I was going to quit. It was a two-year struggle. Uh, first of all, the first thing I st- uh, started doing it was stop blaming other people for mm-hmm. my mistakes. So I stopped blaming my parents. And uh, one day I just said, uh, I'm going to stop drinking. And boom, I did it. I did it. Cold people, turkey. People get. Like cold start, turkey yeah. or was it like a. Cold turkey. I just stopped. Mm-hmm. April 15, I said, I'm done. Was it like a specific event that happened in your life that caused you to kind of reflect on that? Uh, read the book. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah. That was yeah. good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's at the end. Yeah. Okay. Um, did, basically. Now, um, and. Uh, actually, it's all the way at the end, and I have never told anybody the reason, exactly the reason why I stopped drinking. Mm-hmm. I just told people because, you know, I wanted to be better. But the, a specific reason mm-hmm. why it's just one specific reason. Right, something happened. And it's at the end of the book. And <clears> I never told anybody, not even my mom, not even my 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 brother, who is my brother, my father, everything, you know? Right. Uh, I never told anybody. I kept that sick, uh, secret until yeah. I wrote this book, and I said at the end, "This is why." That's wow. amazing. Yeah, bro. yeah. He, you, and you, now it's available for everybody to read. Let me tell you something right now. <laughs> if you don't think that that is categorically successful to overcome something like that, you take your headphones off and walk out of my studio <laughs> right now because that is amazing, bro. Yeah. And uh, as we talk about the definition of success. To me, all the, all what you just said completely, and we can give you a round of applause, that is define yeah. success, thank man. You, Whether you. you see it or not, yeah. I mean, that is amazing. I see it as a successful because I'm a better person for it. Mm-hmm. I'm a better person for my son. I'm a better person for my nephews. And I'm a better person for my family, who are the most important things in my life. But most importantly, I'm a better person for myself. Mm. Yeah, everything starts definitely. from from us you yes. know i cannot help anybody if i don't help myself right and everything started because i wanted to make a change i wanted to be better and i wanted to have money i wanted to have <laughs> no basically you know i wanted to uh have a car let me ask you this. did you start saving a lot more money when you stopped buying alcohol uh in six months that i stopped drinking i had an apartment and a car after wow. the, after you stopped drinking so now, did, just, did, just to ask, we want to know like the level of alcoholism. So, like, like, like how I, much were in you the book, I do day? say that I, uh, my brother, when he was kind of reading the book, he's like, "Oh, you're contradicting yourself in mm. this," because I said that I was a full blown alcoholic, but I didn't drink every day. Mm. If people 
don't know about alcoholism, then they're probably going to be like, what do you mean? You know, because mm-hmm. you could be a full blown alcoholic, but that doesn't mean you're going to, you know, drink every day. Right. I right. wasn't yeah. drinking like every day. I wasn't drinking. I, nobody went and got me from the streets. Right. I was still working. It wasn't like I, a zombie on the street. Yeah. yeah. So right. there were, you know, homeless nights. One yeah. time I woke up in downtown LA and then I was, was like, you on Skid Row one day? No, no. I was waiting for the bus, you know. So, okay. um, um, but it's like I was. But let's let's say when I drank, mm. I drank. Right, you went. So you went, I woke went, up, ah. you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't. What's the most you ever drank in a day? Come on, let's see. Oh, you beat a whole bottle of uh, honey, uh, Jack honey, honey Jack Daniels. Oh, oh Jackie got you beat. Seven, so seven, sweet. Jackie got you beat for sure. Seven fifty. <laughs> no, in one whole night. Oh, just one night. Just... Yeah, one night. <clears throat> a seven fifty <clears throat> milliliter of uh, honey yeah. Jack Daniels. That's the that's the one that. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the big daddy. Yeah, that's the big. And you know, you know how by yourself. By myself. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, damn, you know how like uh, what the fuck you, was you mixing you, it with? You guys were talking about uh, self conscious. Mm-hmm. You know, like a couple of shows ago, mm-hmm. and it's funny because you know I will black out, but I guess I still did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for example, I will leave myself a little of of uh, honey Jack Daniels left mm-hmm. to wake up and you know. You know, balance it. <laughs> Believe it or not, it were gotta have some for yeah, the morning. Yeah, so it was one of those things that somehow still have a little bit. And I knew what it was for. Wow. Yeah. Damn. And like I said, it wasn't always like that, mm. but it was becoming that. And, like, and, and 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 you you shared this this whole experience in the book that you read. I right. shared the experience of how uh, it became. Uh, it's a whole chapter. It's called mm-hmm. Booze in Childhood. Mm-hmm. So I start from. Um, my full-blown alcoholic dad. Mm-hmm. He stopped when I was four, but still he wasn't part of my life. Right. I talk about my alcoholic mom, but she was a good mom. Was mm-hmm. She just party and drank a she lot. She just liked to drink. You know, yeah. that's it. But still affected <clears throat> me, you know. And uh, I talk about what affected me, how mm-hmm. I changed. And uh, if I'm going to let my son drink, and then I'm like, oh, you know, there's nothing I could do about it. Mm-hmm. The only thing I could do is scare him, right? Right. Uh, I could tell him the good things, the bad things, and the horrible things that did to me. Like, right. I, I became depressed. I became, you know, I still, ha- you know, one of the reasons I think I drank is because I have anxiety. You know, once you drink a little bit, you feel good, right? But you were chasing that. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And like say, it wasn't always like that, mm-hmm. you know. It was always it was always the good years, and the last two, three years were the bad years. Right, So right. if, you, if anybody out there met me around 2011 to <laughs> 2013. Don't judge me. I apologize. <laughs> I actually wrote that in the book. So, <clears throat> well, this is good. I'm, 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 I'm excited. I'm, uh, you giving that background, I think, makes people a lot more interested in um, seeing what the book is all about. I know for sure it's, it's. I already knew about it, but I think I have a heightened interest now just to learn more about you as well, yeah, and how that actually transitioned over into fatherhood. So, um, you got a quote in here in the book. It says, "My son is way too young to guess what he is going to be in life." A couple months ago, my girlfriend said to me, he loves animals. He's going to be a veterinarian. Then I said, he loves spoons, too. He is going to be a waiter. <laughs> That's messed up, man. Why you <laughs> uh, that, Does your son really love spoons? He yeah. Spoon like, fetish? Yeah. No, he just loves spoons. Give him a spoon. He's got the happiest. And really? The quote. Came, that is interesting. The, <laughs> I never heard of that. The quote came for, from a chapter that... <clears throat> I want to explain to people that everybody's different mm-hmm. and we shouldn't be comparing kids with other kids. Yeah. Like my mom used to tell me like, oh, your brother was, you know, smart. So that mm-hmm. meant I was stupid. Right. Right. 
instead of saying like, oh, your brother actually likes school and likes to study. Mm -hmm. That's why he's smart. Right. You probably like to act or like to do something. That doesn't mean right. that you're stupid. That just means that you're good at something else. Right, right. So she was saying like when he was, you know, six, seven months. You know, she was already telling him, oh, he's going to be a veterinarian. Right. So and I'm like, well, he's only six months. Right. He likes spoons. He could be a waiter, too. Right. So it's like it's a quote saying, like, don't compare the <clears throat> kid just yet. I like that. You know, don't. He's only six months out. Right. Let him be six months old. Yeah. Let him just. Yeah. yeah. Let, 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 let him find his way. Got another one here that says my number one job and responsibility in life is to be a dad. Um, and I'm up for the challenge. So. How to be a dad without a dad ebook version is available on iBooks, like you said, Google Play, Nook, and Kobo. Are you gonna have them released on all of it? Yeah. And um if you want a paperback, it's available on Jose's website, how to be a dad without a dad com. And follow Jose, man, at Delaroca Jose. That's D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A. Jose, not the H with the J. <laughs> um and check out his blog also how to be a dad without a dad dot blogspot dot Calm. Yeah, so if you sure. want to read a, a free chapter, um, there's a free chapter in, in the blog. So if you want to okay. see, uh, the chapter's called There's No Crying in um, Baseball, mm -hmm. Only in Fatherhood. So <laughs> if you like the chapter, maybe you will like the book. Jackie loves baseball, so I, I know do. that she gonna, she's going to uh, enjoy that very yeah, much. Yeah, so I talk about how like I used to not cry before because, you know, that's how I was, ra I was raised. Yeah. And now I cry like a little bitch, so. Oh. Now, that I'm, now that I'm a dad, I right, cry forever. Whatever. I, I'm on your page right now. And I, I just went all the way to the bottom, and it says, "P.S. <laughs> if the Dodgers win a World Series, I'm definitely crying. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm definitely intrigued and interested. So yeah. don't yeah, be checking it out. Thank you, everybody, for having me. I mean, I'm not leaving, but I just no, want to definitely. say thank you. And like I told Keith before, mm. like ever since he told me he was doing all this stuff, and I was telling you know, I'm not here. To, I mean, I. I should, you know, kiss your butt, but, before, you <laughs> no, know, no, but right, be right. even before that, I always told Keith that he's doing what a lot of people in the industry wish they could have. Yeah. This thing, this is a great studio, great, you know, everything is so good. I've been to many studios. I have been part of, like, syndicated morning shows. You've been doing this shit for a long yeah, time, man. Yeah, and then you're doing it, bro. So, Keith, Thank you, it, man. this should be, like, a, a show where you actually encourage people to, you know, to follow their dreams because you're doing it and Thank you're you. doing it right Thank and you. this is what you have done here the yeah. studio the tables your people it's a big accomplishment and a Thank big su success yeah for you. definitely that, give man. him a round of applause Thanks, Jose. give it up to keith you know it's interesting man because and, uh, and i've been saying that since i met him so it's not nah, like definitely. i'm here kissing your ass no no yeah <laughs> jose was somebody i met when i first even when i first started working for uh, the radio station i work at now and I was just at the front on the weekends, you know, I was just a weekend guy at the front and he would go back there and every now and then I'd go back there and check him out. And he was the one that trained me how to be a sound engineer. And um, so, you know, I told him thank you all the time because without him, I wouldn't know half of the stuff I know on, on the soundboard. He took his time with me and he taught me. And awesome. because of that, I was able to, you know, uh, move my status up at where I'm at and. I went from the front to the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and you like it? Oh, I love it, man. I think <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> oh god. Uh, it, man. No, but like uh, you know, like I always say like uh there's no secrets out there, yeah. right? So, a lot of people in the radio industry they're iffy. They're like, "Oh, you're going to take my job." Mm. I don't give a shit. Like yeah. like even before he actually wanted to do that, I told him, "Do it if you have free time, come over. Yep, I'll that's train exactly you." What he told me. Because like uh if I lose my job, 
is going to be because what I did, not mm-hmm. because of you. Right, you know? Right on. So I'm always like in the book too. I tell people go out there and do it because don't don't think because somebody's doing it that you can't do it. Like you know, you're the perfect example. Mm-hmm. Do it. You know, because you know, just go ahead and do it. It's not you. You don't have to compete. Right. There's a lot of pie for everybody. So you know. You know, and not only that, I want to say that uh, Jose actually does a lot of production. Uh, if you listen to the radio, especially 790 KBC, he's done quite a few pieces on there. Uh, people always say this because they don't know what I'm talking about, but it, you know, and it, without I guess in layman's terms, when you hear all the pew pew, you are listening to that's that he puts all that stuff together. Oh, nice. Uh, Jose is is amazing at it. He has his own company too for production. So people need uh, advertisement or they need liners. He's a person to talk to, and he's really good, much better than what I can produce. Nah, he has a lot going on. He's been doing it for a long time, and I'm I'm, I'm honored that he's in the studio today. So I really thank uh, you for coming out, man. Thank so, you, guys. 